What is up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Comicification Podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood host, Omir, and I'm here with my co-writing, co-hosting cohort, the man, the myth, the legend, so I throw a rock at him, G-Money. Or a gourd. A.K.A. the man with a gourd in his hand for no fucking reason yeah, whatsoever. Because it's goddamn fall, and I'm festive. <laughs> Dude, if there's one to... thing this podcast is about, it's about festation. It's about disappearing gourds, is what it's about. Well, that's because I have the ultra fresh neon sign behind me. So, <laughs> yeah, the ultra fresh, uh, fake neon <laughs> sign that I made in ten seconds, and you, dude, you're still there, right? Oh shit, do we lose G money? Oh no! I don't know. He's back. He's back. Like you, you stop there for a minute. I, I, I got this. <laughs> for a second. Oh, dude! I don't know if this is you or if if it's my computer. It might. Be I don't know. But you just froze. It could I be just... both. It could be. We both have Tijuana connections. Oh, buddy. Yes. Hey, by the way, everyone out there, be on the lookout for some new special. Oh, man, this is getting bad. Oh, shit. There you are, buddy. <laughs> Good Lord, this is getting bad, man. Oh, oh, oh boy, this is the... This is what happens when you don't support your local favorite podcast. You see, <laughs> you want us to get good equipment? Fucking go to our GoFundMe, our Patreon. Go find us on um, on uh, all the, the fish in the sea, <laughs> OnlyFans, all, all the fish only in the sea. POF, you know, <laughs> yeah. plenty of fish. Oh, that, oh, it's called plenty of fish. Yeah, it's called Plenty of Fish. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, fuck the, all the fish. Uh, go G to the Plenty will of them. will be offering blowjobs for uh, technical equipment. Yeah, anyone got a microphone? <laughs> He's just got an I'm... old school, like, uh, Apple laptop, a MacBook. Yeah, and here's the cool part. If, uh, you know, y'all want to hook us up, I know a guy in an alley. Same guy who gave me the gourd, by the way. <laughs> He's friendly. He is a little rough at first, but he's gentle if you catch my trip. Although the uh, the beard might uh, itch your cock a little bit. No, I don't, I don't know about it. He, he's pretty Yeah, yeah, you're sure you, you don't know about that. No, I'm not going to do it. How do you think he earned the, uh, the gourd? Uh, I traded for it. Hello. Yeah, he traded your semen into his mouth. For it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're gonna go with that. Hey, joke. Dude, oh. <laughs> hey, I try, I did fair and square. <laughs> yeah, fair and square. And with semen was... in the mouth. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, one in the eye or something. I don't know. Well, we, <laughs> we him, have gave him an old school facial. <laughs> this is gonna be interesting because we keep. One of us, oh, dude, dude, one of us keeps fucking like we, we're like, uh, 
on my shit, you're freezing all the time, and on your shit, my, I'm freezing all the time. One of yeah, us, it, a... we're gonna find, figure out who's freezing <laughs> post production. Well, yeah, how how would we know? Well, because once the uh, video goes through, I assume one of us is gonna be freezing, and the other one is the one that's freezing, but like sees it at ah oh, whatever. I I, I know because I got full like bars how, right now. I, I got on the Wi-Fi thing. It's all the way up. So do max I. Power. So do I. But <laughs> that that fuck. Who do we blame? Do we blame AT and T? I got Verizon. Oh shit! Let's blame both of them. Fuck you no, both. No, Verizon is for rich people. That oh yes it explains why you have of course. Yes, my, yeah. I forgot you stay in the Fallacio estate when I'm not there. I forgot. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It, it has nothing to do with me being on a family plan of people who actually have money. But um, no, not at all. <laughs> not I, at all. Uh, I wish I was rich. I have a fucking ten-year-old computer right now, so it's probably me. Fucking. <laughs> Here's the best part. Like we said, support your favorite podcast. So, so I get both a new of, fucking computer. So, so Amir can get a new computer. I get a microphone. And so you on my computer, get... he doesn't look like a statue every fucking five minutes. Don't fuck with me, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to freeze. I'm doing with them dumbass faces. Uh... Oh, you are lucky we don't have that many fans. Or you'd get like, you get memed so bad. On... Oh, dare I say only fans. <laughs> Jesus Christ! One day we we don't day. have any fans. <laughs> yeah, I know. Come on, show us some fucking love for hey, the holidays. Hey, hey, we did get an extra uh, subscriber on our main site, so now we have seven. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? I had a sneeze. <laughs> That's a level of professionalism y'all are getting. Thank God. Fuck, man. He, not his fault. He got allergies, bitches. Yeah, his fucking cords been making me sneeze. He's allergic. He's allergic to the the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> losing. That's what he's allergic to. Agreed. He's very allergic. All right. So uh, thankfully, we're recording this on a non-football day, so I don't have to get upset again. No, they don't not. know that. <laughs> you, what a dumbass has no idea that they don't know what day we record this. But now I'm gonna well, spill it's going to gonna come up in our first segment. So <laughs> because uh, it, because it's it has to do with me. But um, oh, Comic Con. Well, part Comic Comic Con was in the news this week, and you'll see why. Now All right, um, let's get into it then. Well, b- but before you do, like I wanted to ask you because you're you're huge. Uh, soccer fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the sport. Uh, football. If you're football, anywhere, if you're but anywhere, here. but like, yeah, but here because we're cocky bastards and we just changed the name. I know, right? Because one is played with the foot, the other is played with the hands. <laughs> yes, because obviously you would name American football like the one you play with the hands, or you play with the foot like one percent of the time. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Just, just special teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah although, go, go although you never know, if Brady is like kicking his, uh, kicking, trying to kick defensive ends. That's might kick true. Him in the nuts. That that's a ball. That is a ball, and and Brady does like. Yeah, but like, hey, Brady should worry about kicking his divorce here because <laughs> he he just he just lost another wife. I found out that's his second wife. 
Giselle, whatever, Boomchin? Boomchin, yeah, she's wife number two. So, yeah, Which yeah. one did he have the kids he makes out with? Well, that's the Boomchin <laughs> kids. okay. But he has kids from the other one, too. So, I'm going So to go he's ahead Mormon. and... <laughs> or, or he's just not good at marriages. Or he's a douchebag. Yeah, it could be a mixture of all three. I, I'm I'm thinking douchebag. He gives off douchey vibes. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I mean, he played for the Patriots. Come on, come on. Well, he, But anyways, I, anyways, yeah, so let's you're do a fan it. of football. A football, Um, yeah. yes, football. I can't pull that shit off. Anyways, Yeah. um, what do you think about them switching it to the like holiday season? Uh, I like it in, okay. I like it because it provides me more entertainment during the holiday season. I don't like it because it fucks everything else up. That's that. So the sportsman in me does not like it at all. Um, the fan in me is like, yeah, cool. More entertainment for me sooner. I like it. Um, here's the thing though. Qatar in the summer is like a gajillion degrees. So you're not going to want to play uh physical sport during the daytime. So that's why they moved it to the winter. Ew, that was gross. That was a burp. But uh, in it congests the schedule too much. Too much schedule congestion here because you you think about the major leagues. Well, when I say the major leagues, I'm talking about the major European, South American leagues. They're going to run all the way up until about a week before the World Cup, and then they're going to uh, release their players to join their national teams. So you only at most have... A week to prepare with the team that you're attempting to win a month-long tournament with that's not like it can't be done but at the same time you want some time to build that camaraderie so i mean i think i think it's going to come out very rushed so i would i don't know if it'll be as crisp as you're used to seeing when you watch the the world cup uh i have a feeling it'll be a little more disjointed i have a feeling that Not all the players are going to be 100% because literally they're playing twice a week, every week until the run-up to this event. And then at most you have a week to prepare for the event. So... Yeah, yeah. How will you how will you coordinate how to take falls in the <laughs> <laughs> you, you know soccer does that all the time. oh, Like how a to di like oh, a dive? guy. Oh, how to Oh coordinate diving? yeah. Oh, you don't have... Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, any Yeah. day. You feel Dude, contact, you go down. That no, no. Sometimes they don't even feel contact. The guy the runs phantom. next to you and the wind knocks him down. Oh, you have to. That's the way the you that's the way the rules are. If you wanted less of that, you would alter the rules. I mean, literally, it's players trying to advantage the rules. Because the penalties in uh in soccer are severe. Or in football are severe. I mean, if you get a red card, you're you're literally expelled and your team is down a, a player for the rest of that But, game. but if you get a red car on purpose and like jump kick his knee of the best player on the other team, just like jump kick him right in the knee so it just goes backwards, you know? Yeah, I mean, that could be a strategy, but you would definitely get a red card and then you'd probably be suspended for a fair amount of time because that's the thing. But... Red cards carry suspensions for games that are still to come. So you might not be able to participate in those. So if you win, you're still out. But on the bright side, you would have hurt someone else, and that's always fun. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh.
<laughs> yes, in 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 prison ball, that is the goal. <laughs> a lot of prison soccer happening in San Quentin, even though it's not open. And is it open? Oh, I I don't know. Let's just put it this way: if you drop the soap, you better start playing some soccer, <laughs> or you're gonna get a poke. Hey, I'm not saying you can't enjoy it, but I'm just gonna say it'll probably be unsolicited. That's all I'm saying. They're not going to ask for consent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very uh, rapey situation. <laughs> I want to say something fucked up, but I'm not going to. Yeah, we want to stay monetized, yo. We're not monetized. <laughs> I don't know. The, the Get fucking monetized out. sometime ever. Yeah, YouTube. Give us ads. We'll do it. Here. We'll do it. Our, our, I can do an ad read. Um. Let me find an object nearby right. so I can do a nattery. And if you and if you can if your head supply. hurts, if your head hurts, take these things by the handful and you'll feel better. <laughs> All right, moving along. Yes, Let, let's get started. So, San Diego Comic Con, who had their uh, return registration badge sale, and of course, me being. Me having gone last year and wanting to go this year, I was part of it, and it was an absolute clusterfuck. That's what I heard. Yep. So what happened was they switched from the people they used to do it with. Like they used to, I, I forget who, I forget who they had do it, but like they they had a they had it down, they had a rhythm going, and they switched the people. Now some say it might have been like a uh, cost cutting move because you know because they this was the last year was the first or I guess the last con because it hasn't been a year by any stretch of the imagination. But um, last con was the, the first one they did it in like I think two years because of COVID. Right. Yeah. So they they're not exactly uh like liquid right now. You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. And, um, but th- there were a lot of problems that shouldn't have been problems. That, I mean, there's some problems that can be, like, uh, helped. Like, so the, it, what, what you were supposed to do was get there sometime between 8 and 9 and, uh, and like, you know, sign it, right? And then at 9 right. o'clock, they're supposed to, like, randomly organize you into the line so it's supposed to be completely random where you go into the line and they just go through until like all the tickets are sold right all right and but here's the thing first things first they were not ready on time uh it didn't like they didn't randomly organize everyone until like 10 o'clock so everyone was sitting around for an hour like what the fuck's going on because their site like they got it got so much traffic that uh, it just shut it down. And I had told people, like, anytime CCI does, with CCI being Comic-Con International, like, uh, anytime they do something new, it's clusterfuck. Anytime. But this time in general, like, they did something... You know what? I'm going to save that part for last. Um, uh, So... What should I talk about first? There were there were some people saying that it wasn't like uh, like actually um, random, 
because oh. people were saying that, oh, all the people who got in at the earliest points were the ones who were earlier to get into the thing. Now, to be to be honest, I got I, I got in later, like I signed yeah. in later and all of and the other people who were in our buying group signed in later and we were all way behind like after oh, i didn't i i was i still had 22 minutes left on my thing like my waiting room when the tickets sold out so i didn't even get a chance to even try and buy tickets no shit none of us did so i mean here's the thing i think personally there's not enough information to say that that's true that right no I and that. and there's never going to be enough information unless cci is dumb enough to actually release that information but why would they why would you release that that does not that doesn't help you i mean the only way it helps you is if you can unequivocally prove that it was randomly like generated and even if you do like there well, is, there's still going to be people who are like but yeah, but does this really prove? Not, you know, yeah, is it, it, yeah. I mean, to me, this is probably just a uh, a uh, bi- you know a a bias. People who didn't get the tickets are like, oh, it, it doesn't feel like it was randomly uh, generated. Yeah, because you didn't get tickets. But um, oh, shit. It, it like made, is it it came from like Facebook and it was like uh, just people saying that. No, I feel that. I can feel that. Like. Like, There's a same thing in the we talked about the New York, right? Same thing um, as in New York. Yeah, people will people will complain no matter what, but um, but th- there is one thing that caused real problems, and this is the thing I wanted to talk about earlier, and that is they did not do an authentication for like because not everyone is like okay to buy things in return registration. Return registration is only for the people who went last year. Oh really? Yeah. So you you like you're not even supposed to be able to get in usually because usually in past years they did an authentication at the beginning of the thing, and if you were eligible for it, you got in. That's how you got into the waiting room, right? Right. Well, this year the authentication was at the very end of it. Oh. And what happened was. A shit ton of people who weren't supposed to, like, who weren't eligible, like, signed in, and it slowed shit down way uh, a lot. That's why it took, that there's a lot of speculation that that's why the uh, the site went down in the beginning. And I mean, they it it took them a half an hour to get the site up to sign in, and then like. I mean, I guess not really a half an hour because you were supposed to do it. Whatever. It took them a while to get the sites uh, like started up again, but things also felt like they were selling out slower too. Yeah, I and, wonder. I wonder. Did you do you know if there's a proliferation of bots trying to attempt to buy tickets, like they do on any normal concert in the area? Well, right? here's the thing. Again, you can't buy them unless you're eligible. Oh, okay, so, so so it's not so, a concern that people are just using bots to try to well, you get all the... I mean, even if you're using bots, what did happen, though, what did happen, and this was another reason the, the late authentication was fucking stupid, people who were, like, uh, eligible were using multiple, like, devices. Oh, okay. Like, if I, let's say I have my uh, my desktop... 
I right. have a uh, laptop and, and I have a, a phone. I can sign in with all three of those. And then whichever one gets in first, I can just sign in. And that's, right. that probably slowed shit down quite a bit too. Yeah. And so the people who didn't get tickets, in my opinion, like they they had they have some real grievances with this. Legit grievances. Some non-legit, but definitely some legit as well. And uh, like, I'm really surprised that it went ahead. Like, if I was having this many problems, I would have been like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna push this back a week so we can get things right. We want to make sure things are right." Exactly. But they didn't do that, and there are a lot of pissed off fans now. Um, I mean, it's hey. not gonna stop the the tickets from selling out, no. so they don't have anything to really worry about, but. There is. It sucks because people like me who've been going for quite some time. I mean, there's a chance I might not get tickets now. Yeah, I, now I still have regular registration where they sell the majority of the tickets, but like a right. But like you, it, it, because it's I was only going against the people who had gone last year. The the, the odds the, were better. Oh, the odds are much better. Like it's it's relatively thought that you can you have about uh, a fifty fifty chance, maybe a little bit less than that, of getting it in return reg. Now you go from fifty fifty to being like, uh, I mean, well, let's put it this way: there are a hundred and uh, around a hundred and I think thirty hundred fifty people who go to uh, hundred fifty thousand people who go like uh, per day each year. Right. So, assuming the majority of those people got as many tickets as they could, you're looking between probably like something like like a hundred thousand to two hundred, maybe two hundred fifty thousand people trying to buy tickets on that one day, right? Right. That's and gonna then, crash the servers. Well, no, but like the last time they actually took note of people on the regular registration, and this was like probably a decade ago was like over a million on regular registration yeah so you have quite a bit more people like mm -hmm. buying for tickets like in regular registration but you know i, I hope i get tickets but if yeah, I don't, I'll be, I'll be you do. exactly uh, no but i'll say this I'll, I'll i'll say this the i never not a big fan of overcomplicating a ticket situation. I'm a big fan of making things streamlined and as easy as possible. It should be like, well, well here's the thing they had the, this thing as very streamlined because, right. like, basically, all you do is like wake up like eight, eight thirty, you like do you know, sign in and authenticate your shit and just uh, wait until your time came up, you right? Know, play. Play some YouTube videos while you're waiting. Exactly. But, but like, and it took, you know, maybe like an hour, an hour and a half. But then they changed it. And if it was a cost-cutting measure, it's a dumb cost-cutting measure. Because this is how you make your money. That's right. the, That's something you need to put money into. Exactly. And the, and uh, I would say the fact that, like, look, you have... In return customers, you have those are all people that are gonna buy your products that you already know you have locked in. 
So you, all you can do is really just alienate a return customer. That's like the only bad thing you could do. So there's no need to alienate return customers. Just say, hey, I mean, or, the truth. The truth of the matter is, people are going to buy the tickets no matter what. Yeah, people are going to buy the tickets. But my point is, you want new. You always want to be growing. You you want new growth. You don't want to stagnate, right? Well, here uh, here's another problem. Like they can't really grow. They're at maximum capacity. There are people who literally go to this con with no tickets just to see things, this just to see sh- the shit that happens outside the con, because right. the whole freaking the whole downtown gets taken over. So I mean, they're not they're not going to lose any money, and that's true. I think that's kind of why they don't give a shit. But just, I mean, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a good look to have. Because there are other cons to go to. Like, I was talking to my cousin. Like, if we don't go to, uh, if we can't get into San Diego Comic Con, hey, maybe we we, uh, make the track uh, over to the East Coast. Maybe try for a New York Comic Con uh, next year, you know? Yeah. I mean, and and hey, if we we can't get into the con, either one of those cons, fuck it. Maybe head down to freaking uh, Las Vegas. Oh, Uh, yeah. yeah, I had another idea. Like Las, well, Las Vegas has a good con that comes up each year too. So yeah. you can do, you can do, you can do that one. You could yeah. also do. Um. Oh, I mean, it's in the Midwest. It is in the summer. Oh God, you're talking about gathering. Yeah, like, the gathering. We can't do that till your kids get a little older. I know, cause Dad gonna have fun at the gathering. <laughs> and by the way, look, anyone who follows us on any anything, um, any social media or anything, uh, feel free to put your little comments in all comment on all our shit if you want. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Do it or don't do it. But here's the thing. Come at us with those oh, juggalos, juggalos. Come at us like not giving love to juggalos. And uh, yeah, expect uh, expect expect me to respond in kind, because look, you could say a lot of things about jugglers, but god damn it, they're good people. And that's all I'm gonna say about that. They're they're loyal as fuck, dude. Hell yeah, and they're down with the clowns so they're dead in the ground. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I just wanted to bring this up because it it's I it, I had a really bad day. Well, I had a real bad start of the day to the Saturday. I actually went to a baptism after that. Oh, and that's right. Like, dude, here's the one thing. Like, I love sticking babies in the water. That sounds like, <laughs> uh, dude, because the thing went on so late, I actually had to miss the actual like baptism. I went to the party afterwards, but dude, hey, but the, that's fun, dude. The food there, they, they had to, they had this like bottle like this big of tequila, like, uh, and then we went to uh, we about. went to like uh, one of the friends' houses like afterwards. Like, just, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. I was going to like <laughs> fucking like. I think ten or eleven, like I, we we left at like, uh, I think twelve twelve thirty, oh, and ended cool. up back till ten or eleven. Oh, that's a good night. Dude, that that's a good day. Look, that's a good stuff. But the shitty part is you're trying to get into the con. Yeah, it like I I this is a, this is wild. So I this is, we got to go back pre pandemic. So before the pandemic. Uh, so 2019, 
uh, Rage Against the Machine was supposed to do a concert in uh, Oakland, right? And they have two dates in Oakland announced. But tickets didn't go on sale until a specific day at a specific time. I happened to have the day off work. So I was like, sweet. So wake up. So about 10 minutes before tickets are due on sale, I'm logged into Ticketmaster, right? And I just, I'm just refreshing the fucking window, right? Even though it's early, just saying my goal was like, I'm going to catch this shit right like the, the fucking moment, the, the hand on the clock like caresses the hour I'm going to be in ready to go, right? So I'm doing this and literally like 9.59, 10 a.m. refresh. I'm in the queue and I'm like, cool. And I look and I'm one of like 400 something people. And I was like, okay. So then... Wait, they only have 400 people. No, 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 no. It was like one of four, 400 something. That, yeah, so it said, well, 400,000. Yeah, who knows? Right. So, the my little bar, they have a bar to let you know about ticket sales. And within like eight or nine minutes, it was already like 90% sold. And I was like, I still have like a million people in front of me. I'm like, this is, this is, now we're, now we're hitting levels of stupid here. So I'm like, that many people in the Bay Area were, are like trying to buy these tickets right now. And I was just like, that makes no sense. People are, right. People are at work. And also, it's not like Rage Against the Machine is in like BTS levels of fandom right now. Right. Not saying they can't sell out a show pretty quickly, but I am saying, it's not BTS. And I'm like, you're telling me that there's already owned because it was like almost at capacity. So I'm like, so you're telling me 17,000 people because that's what Oracle holds, right? Uh, you're telling me 17,000 other people logged on faster than I did. And I was already on the page fucking spamming the shit out of the let me in button, you know? Like, I don't believe that for a second. Now, if you would have said I was one of those 17K because of how early I was and the effort I put into getting in right at the jump, I, I could understand. But to say I'm on the outside looking in, I mean, who, who what, you're telling me 17,000 people click their little... Tick. Now, now, let's be fair. How no. fast did your internet? No, I, this this was, I was plugged in. I was plugged straight into the router. So this was, this is not even... Wi-Fi. This is a no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying like, what, what megabits per second do you? Oh, have? good question. Don't know, but I do know this. Uh, I do know this. Uh, it's it's expensive as fuck, so it better be good. That's all I know. Is it Xfinity? Uh, n- I don't know. My wife pays it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what. <laughs> my wife pays it, but here's the point. So, long story short, all right, I don't get the tickets, all right, because they're sold out. So, I'm like, that bomb. Well, the- dude, wait, wait, wait. Do you have Xfinity TV? No. Like Comcast? No, no, no. I got, I just streamed the shit out of everything. Oh, okay. So, here's, here, so here's the thing, though. I don't get tickets. So, I'm like, wow, that fucking sucked. Um, like, two days later, 
fucking I'm reading uh, on Twitter and people are talking about bots, 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 bots. So I go and I just rage against the machine bots. Bam. First article come up, something like that, like fucking bots are like buying up these tickets. And I was like, oh, no wonder I didn't have a chance. I was an algorithm specifically designed to spam spam this thing just went and just outspanned the human capacity, right? And that, that pissed me off because then a few months later, John Oliver did a whole a whole last week tonight on Ticketmaster, which was the location I was trying to get the tickets from, and bots buying up literally all the shit and then reselling it for a a fucked up amount of money, right? Yeah, well, here's the thing though. Aren't the aren't aren't there like those robot things? You know, uh, are you a robot? Like you know, the, oh the re, the the recap recapticas. Yeah. No, like, well, no, the AIs can figure out most of that. In fact, I saw a funny thing. I saw a documentary on recaptica, and the, the guy that it was published, I think, by Vox. But the people on it are the people from Recaptica. And they're like, our AI turns out is really, really good. So that's why we always have to change it up because it it learns too quickly how to identify the obscure things obscurely hidden in picture. I'm like, that that hey, that's good on a scientific like on the tech tech side. It's like, oh, you made something that works. But you're also like you made something that works too well. That that's why we always gotta switch it up or we'll be like, find the one stoplight. And you're looking at each picture, and there's like a half a stop. I'm like, yeah. So anyway, so, so, so what you're saying is like Bots. nukes better not be like uh, covered by recapting. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Otherwise, yes. we are screwed when uh, Skynet get comes into power. Yeah, and fucking bots buy the shit. Excuse me, buy the shit out of events, and then resell you at a higher rate. I mean, obviously it's a person who controls the bots, but still, fucked up. It's an asshole. Completely. Yeah, that's why I was wondering. I was one. I was wondering how much of those con tickets could have been infiltrated by some form of bot. But then you said the authenticator would kind of catch them. But then Ticketmaster, yeah, apparently Ticketmaster is is like like open to. It's not Fort Knox up in there. (laughs) The front door is wide open. Well, I mean, I don't think. Ticketmaster cares that much. They just Mm-mm. want their money. But right. um exactly. They don't give a fuck who, who's paying them as long as they get anyways, it. we're getting off track. Let's, yeah, get get let's, let's let's move on. Yeah. Oh, let's move it, baby. Move it. <laughs> All right. If this ever fucking uh deal like goes down. Next up uh is a WWE one. Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. has uh headed back to uh WWE. Yeah, I, saw it. I did see. It. Yeah, what well, was it on? No rules or something like that. Yeah, extreme rules, baby. Extreme rules, extreme rules. And he, and so, some people have been like saying that his uh, character, uh, the Fiend, yeah, is not viable long term. Well, here's the thing. I kind of agree with them, but I think they kind of Bray Wyatt kind of it did like Bray Wyatt has a two things he does really well are he speaks well so he cuts a good promo he, he cuts a very good, a good promo, pro- right and, like yeah. he's ex- exceptional like, yeah he's he's well, good like yeah 
He's that yeah, his mic skills are are top end. He's a good worker, but he also thinks things through and he also like like Triple H, unlike Vince McMahon, I'll say this is one of the big differences. Triple H, I get the feeling, doesn't necessarily have to see it the way you see it, whereas Vince sort of has to see it the way you saw it. Uh, Triple H, though, could say like, all right, but I know, I know, I might not get it, but here's here's the big difference. But I'm willing to let you try it, and if it gets over, then it doesn't matter if I get it or not because I'm not the... Well, you know, I, I'm not the one trying to, you know, you're trying to get over on or get over in a wrestling sense. You're not really taking advantage of folks. You're just yeah, getting them to cheat. I mean, this was kind of one of the problems that Vince had with like Roman Reigns. He wanted to get him over in a way that he wanted to get him over. Right. Rather and than let like, the fans dictate yeah, how they want to get yeah, him over. Yeah. And that. that's one of the reasons people were giving so much uh it just so much heat to fucking uh, Roman Reigns. It wasn't Roman Reigns' fault. Yeah, I mean he he wasn't right. making these decisions. And I mean the same thing kind of happened with, with Rocky theory. in his early years. Rock. Oh, oh yeah. Like when yeah. he was Rocky Maivia. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah, he was, they were pushing he... him way too hard as a baby face. And, and way people too... didn't want to see him out as a baby face. At exactly. That time. No. Exactly. And and he also was brand spanking new. So you're like. Ye- we we barely know who you are, and you already have the rocket ship attached to your back. So, mm-hmm. but with this Bray Wyatt thing, what they what was very clever was he came out on SmackDown. Uh, he's cutting a promo, but as Bray, as like Bray, not not the wrestler Bray, but Fire. just at, oh no, it's just normal Bray Wyatt. And he's like, oh, I, okay. he thanked the fans. He was like, he's like, thank you. Uh, I don't get to talk to you guys barely as who I am. It's always as somebody else, right? And he said, I just want to thank you. Uh, he went through the personal tragedy. He was referencing Brody Lee, who passed away right after he left WWE and went to AEW. Rest in peace, by the way. Exactly, exactly. And uh, so th- this promo is this idea that, like, Bray Wyatt's just saying, hey, you know what? I didn't just want to be thankful because I never thought this would happen, so on and so forth. But at it like it's like he's in the middle of the promo and all of a sudden the lights go out, the video monitor turns on, and it's like that voice with the mask and it's laughing and it's just saying things and then SmackDown goes off the air. Now, during the reason that's important is because during his return at Extreme Rules, they did a close-up of in the audience, there was just each member of the Firefly Funhouse had like a, some sort of person in a suit standing in the middle of the audience that they put the spotlight on. And then one of the last things was the fiend, someone in a fiend mask standing next to the ring. And then it showed Bray with the lantern and he blows it out. And so the way the promo ends with that thing, whatever it is, it's like a new mask, a new thing that comes up. You get the idea that, okay, Instead of going with just supernatural, unexplained, which they had been doing, which kind of works for The Undertaker, right? The fact that his supernatural, anything supernatural with him is like unexplained. But that canon started back when there was more of that in wrestling. Now it's much more like, okay, we know you're not a walking dead man. You know what I mean? Like that's not literally possible. So 
for Bray to have long-term viability, it appears as if they're setting up that Bray Wyatt, the man Bray Wyatt, is manipulated by all these other forces. And that's it's not it's not Bray being supernatural for just randomness, kind of like when he was the fiend and right, like just just the fiend because it was Bray White in a mask. No, this is like it looks like it's Bray versus his demons, and his demons might so have some. It's almost like him fighting his own, like uh, other personalities, almost. Right, or the fact that he's manipulated by other personalities. So theoretically, he could don the fiend mask and go right back into the fiend if that's what's the personality or whatever's manipulating. You know what I mean? Like they set it up so he can he could at a moment's notice be something else because it's instead of it just being, Oh, that's the fiend or that's firefly Funhouse. It's, Oh no, this is Bray Wyatt. And he struggles. And that's the thing he was telling the car about his like, Oh, you know, it's been a personal struggle. Like, you know, he was talked all about struggle, but then when they end it with that creepy mask, telling them, trying to lure him to the back, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. He's he is a haunted man. Instead of being like a man with mystical powers, he's a haunted man. So, so when the fiend comes out, that's one version of Bray. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, I thought that was pretty cool. So I think that's that's the best way to do these supernatural characters because there's a little bit of realism, and once there's a little bit of realism, there's staying power look at the undertaker he went through that whole american badass where he was driving around a motorcycle he basically was a biker gang member like literally the gimmick Mm -hmm. but people buy in and you know and and just like when paul bear died you know paul bear had the hologram with the urn and he did his normal undertaker shit right and it's because there's a little bit of reality you know that grounds the undertaker it's you you have that person you're like well i know he, mark calloway doesn't come out here but you know we know undertaker as a profession we know undertaker as a as a some sort of supernatural wrestler so on and so forth so a little bit of realism allows it to go longer so yeah. if bray why and then i think that's a long-term viability for bray's grounded in a little realism and then you could have your characters come in and out as you go and there's no way I think he's a babyface. I think he's gonna have to be a heel. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. You, he, he he works so well as a heel. Oh, and, he does. And here's the thing: I think he he has a potential of being like a also like kind of like not 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 the same level of Stone Cold, but maybe like a a um a anti not I guess an anti hero, but an anti uh, face. I yeah, guess you yeah. Call it. Yeah, you know, very you much kind of yeah, kind of like how mankind organically became a crowd favorite, even though he was still never acknowledged as a babyface. You know, yeah. the character yeah. mankind. Now, I just want to put out there heel. that yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to put out there that uh, I don't necessarily think that Bray Wyatt uh, like failed because of any gimmick. No, I don't think he. I don't think anything of failure because of a gimmick. But I think you could get shoehorned 
into certain things uh, due I, to your giving. No, because here's the thing. I think he got what his problem was. His problem was in his wrestling. He's solid. He's a solid wrestler. His problem was his like him on the mic, mic skills. He's, uh, exceptional on the mic. And I don't even think it was his gimmicks. I think it was 100%. He was booked shitty. Yeah, well, but no, in no, that, no. yeah, let, that, let me the... finish. let me finish. Think if you think about it, every time he started to get a little a little bit of a push, they'd squash him. And yeah. and I think it has a lot to do with like Vince McMahon's. Oh, I only want to see big buck dudes, and he he does the same shit to Kevin Owens. And I think both of these guys are great talents. And I hope to God that like uh, Triple H realizes it because I think think him and Kevin Owens could be at the top of the fucking uh, uh, top of the mountain type of guys. Yeah, no, I I agree with you completely on that. They're both good on the mic. They're both very good in the ring. Uh, I agree with you on that. And Kevin Owens has been his segments on Raw are not only entertaining, but he gets a huge reaction from the crowd. Right now, he's working a lot with Austin Theory. Uh, I think they should just give Kevin Owens the money in the bank, have Theory just put it up in a match and have Owens take it from him. Or uh, maybe they're maybe they're tearing Theory down because they got to rebuild him because they realize the heat Austin Theory has isn't the heat that you want. The heat you want is the audience is like, oh, you're either gonna you're either a, a heel that's gonna cheat to win. Or you're a heel that intimidates the shit out of everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And Austin Theory is neither of those things. Austin Theory just seems overly cocky because he had Vince McMahon's ear. He, he, I don't know. He he kind of reminds me of the Miz. Yeah, like it's yeah. like an overly cocky, annoying motherfucker. Exactly, and Miz early on. Miz yeah. now, hundred times better. Like Miz segments now are you can get into them. You there's more like Miz now. I think is better than Miz back then. Miz back then, I was like this this motherfucker. Like he comes off so arrogant, but not in an arrogant like oh you're just being a heel. Arrogant as if you're an entitled like little rich kid, <laughs> and that pisses the masses off because that that's literally you're talking it about. It should just, it should piss the masses off. Yeah, you're talking about people who like Stone Cold was. Was the everyman, you know? He 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 wore jean he wore jean shorts, a t shirt, drank heavily, and cursed. I mean, like that's is that not the everyman, right? Yeah. All right. Well, I think we got what we need. We us. got what we need. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. He'll be fine. Bray's gonna be just fine. I I, I hope so. I because I really do like him as a wrestler. All right, so next up, Halloween end, ends opens to Franchise Low. Yeah, Franchise. Look, the Halloween franchise, by the way, hold on, hold on, hold on. The Halloween franchise, I very much liked Halloween 1. Um, didn't like Halloween. Maybe I liked Halloween 1 and then the remake of Halloween 1. And then what was the remake? The Rob, I think Rob it was the Rob Zombie, Zombie, was... Rob Zombie one. Was, that, that one's good that, too. That was, was what H two O or something like that. H or no 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 H two O was another H two O was okay. Uh, the Rob Zombie one is later than that. But my point is, Halloween's been Michael Myers has been done to no fucking end. 
How much of an audience? We're, I we mean, talk about look reboots. At, look at look look at her. She she was like a kid. She was a teenager. She was a in teenager like the first... in the first one. She, I don't even I don't know how old she is, but she looks at least in her sixties. She I probably mean, is. I mean, she probably is. And how many times can she fight her brother? <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, they're sure as hell trying to milk it. <laughs> I mean. Well, they've been milking it. Like, look, you can make a a, Hall- a good Halloween movie. Hell, I could argue you can, if you're clever, if you're clever, you can make a Michael Myers movie. But I don't think you can make another Halloween-style movie running the same tired-ass premise. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you can, because they clearly did. But then the fact that people don't turn out for it shows you that that shit's not what what people are tired want. of it and yeah I mean, I, i'm gonna be honest with you i, mean, fucking I hell, didn't there's even know hell they hell were still making them like they shouldn't be that's the point <laughs> yeah. i haven't watched a michael myers movie uh a halloween movie it might have been the last fucking rob zombie one Right, but but that's my point. And, and literally, the only reason I watched it because I love Rob Zombie. Exactly, because so. it's a Rob Zombie directed movie. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel you on that. Yeah, I, of course, it's going to open to a franchise low because it's not in demand. Nobody gives a shit anymore. No, in fact, the last slasher horror movie. Oh, I'm sure, that, I'm sure there's slasher and horror movies that are coming no, out. No, but I'm like, saying that are cool. I'm saying the last one where I thought it was a great idea, it was different, it was somewhat out of the box, was Freddie V. Jason, right? Dude, dude. Because that was out of the box. It was cool. I'd love to see a Halloween like a Michael Myers be someone else. Like, like Michael Myers is literally haunting someone or some town. And there happens to be another big bad, and watch them fucking try to have at each other. Didn't they do that, that with Freddie cool. V. Jason? And that, that's that Freddie V. Talking. Jason was no Freddie V. Jason was excellent. What are you talking about? <laughs> best best soundtrack. I love that soundtrack, dude. If the best thing you can come up with about a movie is a soundtrack, <laughs> it was not a great movie. Nope. But um, it had it had metal. It had some funny one liners. Um, I like I like Freddie V. Jason. I don't know, but like, ah, uh, yeah, I, I can do without another Halloween movie. And yeah. although I, I will say this, are you are you a big fan of horror movies? I I am I am a big fan of horror movies, but let me clarify: I'm a big fan of horror movies because I find them fun and exciting. I so, don't <laughs> seek them out though. That's the okay. other thing. Because here's the thing, like, like I'm I'm not a horror guy normally. I mean, obviously, if Rob Zombie is attached to it, I'll go watch it. But like, um, but I'm not an aficionado or anything like that. But like, if you like horror movies, I I need to get you to talk to my cousin because he he knows his shit. Like he he's shown me some like horror movies where I'm just like, what the fuck, you know? Straight up out of Fangoria and shit like that. (laughs) That's a magazine for the you youngins, you modern generation. Where the I don't even know that that magazine exists anymore, but it was tight. Fangoria, dude. I don't know magazines in general exist anymore. That's true. They might not. That's a sign. The internet killed them. Internet, yeah, it uh, makes total sense. All right, so let's move on. 
movie night. Uh, yeah. I don't want to shit on Halloween anymore. <laughs> um, so there, so you know how Call of Duty works, right? Right. They release a new one every year, usually, and then um, the, that's just their cycle. Well, this one, oh, apparently there's a report out of that Modern Warfare Two is expanding, uh, is going to expand, or I'm sorry, Call of Duty is going to expand Modern Warfare Two next year because Modern Warfare Two is uh coming out this the twenty eighth, yeah. I believe, of October, something like that. Um, right. I, I think saw the it's commercial like, during football. Yeah, so it's coming out now, and instead of like having another like uh, one coming no, out next year, they're going to do an expansion to it. No, and I think that's the best. I think that's I love that. I love that yeah. idea. I, I I do too. Yeah, they should do that with all why. sports games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because but you like, basically are just buying the updated rosters in uniform and maybe one or two adjustments. It almost feels like you could download an update patch and be good to go. Yeah, but um, for this one, the reason why uh, I think it's good is because I don't know if you played Vanguard. Have no. you at all? No, no. Not so Vanguard was buggy as shit at the beginning, and it's still buggy as shit. Like that thing that was released unfinished and i don't think it, it hasn't unfinished in, it, it hasn't been finished in the year that <laughs> and it, it's still unfinished yeah it's still unfinished it will die unfinished but um this will give the next actual like uh one more time to like you know yeah uh, more time to get their shit together. More time and to sit in the oven and get the temperature. More time to uh, uh, finish cooking. Exactly. Get that bun finished. Um, and get I think that. it's like, like I said, and I, and here's the thing. All another reason I love this idea is because Modern Warfare Two is one of my favorite Modern Warfare or one of my favorite Call of Duties. Um, I mean, the are you talking ones... the you're talking the original Modern Warfare Two? Yeah, the original Modern Warfare Two, one of my favorite all of all time. Um, I mean, I would, I might, uh, I, I might even put it up there with like the uh, Call of Duty Four, which is the original Modern Warfare, um, only because the multiplayer was better on Call of, uh, Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare Two. Right. I mean, the campaign was better on one, but the well, I mean, the campaign was good on two as well, but it's but Modern Warfare. Yeah, well, it's, Modern Warfare 2 is iconic because yeah. I'm not a big Modern Warfare Call of Duty. Well, let me clarify. I'm not a big Call of Duty player, but I, even I got into Modern Warfare 2. Like that that, was, and it provided a lot of... See, people think, like, oh, Call of Duty, it's just you're just online. I'm like, it gave you a lot of options. The, the, the campaign was good. The story was, it was short, short as fuck, but, I mean, it's an FPS, right? So short as fuck, but cool. Uh, you also could do same. You could do same console, and you could do a co-op mission where you're just you're going against computer with with a buddy who happens to be over. I mean, you could also do the same thing online, but you also had the ability to do it offline. And I was like, that to me was cool because you know you could you literally could have a buddy over, and then you're on the same team and you're going through a mission. And you're trying to, you know, do whatever. 
like that's fun or you could just flat out you know kill each other or go online and kill everyone else you know there's so yeah. many options yeah i mean my warfare 2 in my opinion iconic so like having not only a new one a new a revamped one a, not it's not a reboot it's like a reimagining of modern warfare and the, the maps are one, fresh yeah the maps are fresh. like the favelas first... came out hell I, I like favelas so much uh, the brazil karachi karachi dude <laughs> or that airplane that was split in two that was or... karachi oh that's karachi okay i i didn't know you're, the you're name. talking like the uh the desert one yeah yeah, with a with a broken airplane in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was, I'm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but I'm pretty oh. sure it's Karachi. Or in the airport, I love just the airport. Oh, dude, the airport. The airport was bad they, as fuck. They, they uh they brought that back for one of the games. Might have been Modern Warfare Three, but uh yeah, the, the first one. Oh my god, dude, that was so much fun. It was. I also like. I like when you're infiltrating in the campaign. You're infiltrating like the. Russian cells or whatever, and uh, you're supposed to act like you're part of the team, and you have the option to light up the airport or not when you first get there. I, oh, man, I tried my hardest to kill everybody. <laughs> I lit those motherfuckers. I was, hey, hey, I, when I'm undercover, I'm deep. <laughs> Dude, and, and you that was the first Call of Duty that actually had the option to skip a level because it was so fucked up. Yeah, that was the level. And, and guess what? Never exercise that option. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm oh, lighting you motherfuckers up. Hell, fuck no. And look, oh, you're an American dude. No, fuck you. I'm the most American. You know why? Because I'm exercising my freedoms in doing horrible shit in a video game. And by the way, before you call me out on my patriotism, uh, just really fast, just we'll get back to Modern Warfare in two seconds. I was watching a college football game. Yesterday, uh, on the Saturday, and Ole Miss, right? They're celebrating America at the University of Mississippi, also known as Ole Miss. And the logo on in the field said Ole Miss, but it had like a patriotic, uh, it was colored in patrioticness. It was red, white, and blue, and had little stars with blue. So it looked like our flag. Okay, whatever. You're wearing badges on your jerseys. Cool. But the end zones. Omir, the end zones were painted as giant American flags, literally. Stars, stripes, the whole thing. If you look them up, they look like literal American flags. But yet, guys are, and that game happened to be like, both teams scored like 40 points. So guys are just like running over this flag and on top of it because they're running in the end zone. And I'm like, do you, you do realize that comes off as someone's stepping on our shit, even though you're trying to promote our shit by being like overly patriotic you realize by painting it on the floor people naturally are running and tackling each other on it that's like the least respectful thing you could do to represent the flag like you uh, you silly mm. motherfuckers but anyways and you yeah mm, modern uh, warfare 2 though badass great level uh you know that the the you know the sound of the kill streak. Ten would murder again. It, oh, of course. And you know that. You know the uh, the the sound for your kill streak. Oh God, I it's so clear in my head, but I can't replicate it. The and then it had, but it had like almost like metal. It was like it was a sound effect wrapped in like 
a quick blast of metal music. It was it was so sick. I <laughs> definitely enjoyed that game. A lot of hours. Uh, yeah, a but lot, lot of laying in prone. Not like, in front. like I think we both agree that this this is a good thing. Yep. Unless unless they Planting royally fuck up, unless they royally fuck up Modern Warfare Two, which I highly doubt they will. Exactly, planting claymores. Oh man, you know how many claymores I planting claymores, <laughs> dude, 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 planting dude, dude. claymores in in the airport, like yeah, like in the you know the plane in the airport. Yeah. Like I, I would have, I would, uh, yeah, I forget how you do it, but you get two claymores, <laughs> and it, not only do you get two claymores, but you also get the uh, the scavenger. So what I would do is <laughs> I would plant one on one end, one on the other, and and then basically, so basically. You know the one that like where the uh, where the stairs are to come up into the thing, right? At, at the back, and then one at the uh, the front entrance, and then all I had to do was like uh, lay down and watch the uh, the the middle door. <laughs> exactly. So so basically, people would run in and blow up. I'd oh. I'd, uh, I'd run over, uh, scavenge the thing, put another one down, <laughs> go back to camp. <laughs> Because uh, I'm an asshole. Anyway. Oh no! Oh yeah, I just corner myself. I mean, this, but I think everyone did this. You corner yourself, or at least where you, there's only where you have two options. But you always make it so your back's up against a wall. But the entrance of the room, of course, you're laying claymores, right? So oh, do 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 the, the counter, the the diner counter. Oh yeah, you you're you're aiming towards the entrance to the uh to the plane. And right. then you have a uh, a claymore at the uh, the other door, the right. other door to enter, and you're just picking off people as they run out of play. Oh, completely. Yeah, I, I'd always plan to claymore, and then once I got my kill streak up, sometimes I wouldn't plan a claymore. I'd just throw down my sentry gun and be like, "Yeah, you you want to run here and get me? You deal with the sentry." <laughs> yeah, that game that game was really fun. <laughs> Yeah, I had so much fun. Like, and it'd be doing uh-huh. stupid shit though. You know, it's it's one of those games where it, it was so fun. It's it's unfortunate that Modern it, Warfare went more and more cartoony after that. Like, not that that was hyper realistic, but it was there was some level of like of grounded in some form of reality. Like, I don't have a super double jump. Cool, right? But uh, once it became like Halo, where you're like floating and like throwing tomahawks like magically, like that go over leaps and bounds. Like I watch my buddy Timmy. He he, he this kid. Well, he's not a kid anymore, but he, I mean, he the foulest mouth online. But just every little nuance of of Modern Warfare, he knew. Like literally, the map would start. Literally, just the map starts. He would just aim up throw a tomahawk, run around, do some shit, and like two seconds later, you'd see on the screen, tomahawk kill. And I'm like, that's just stupid. That's just stupid. <laughs> he he threw that thing. It seemed indiscriminately, but he's already figured out if he, if he steps out, throws it at that angle for whatever reason, it's going to hit someone on the way down. That's that's wild shit. Yeah. Now, now you pissed me off because you remember you reminded me about those games. Let's, yeah. let's move on. Let's move moving on. Moving forth and moving on. All right. Next up, uh, She-Hulk and Daredevil. That they've been teased. They're they're kind of teasing a future relationship between them. Oh shit! He's yeah. gonna he's gonna rock her shit. 
I think it's more likely she's gonna rock his shit because well, I mean, he can't. she's she's She Hulk and he can't Boy. see enough to get away. So no, and he don't know she's green. No, not that it matters. Not that no. it matters. Hey, hey, hey! Green lives matter, motherfucker. No, I know, but I'm just saying he, he couldn't. He can't tell that that she might, you know, look a little a little different than he's used to. You know, because green in the gills. Well, exactly. And uh, not that it matters. I mean, shit, I would fuck, uh, what's her name? Uh, Gamora. Yeah. And uh, what's the other I don't one? think, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think there's a guy around. If Gamora just walked up to you and said, hey. Want, 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 want a pound? <laughs> fuck yeah, I want a pound. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... it shows how much uh, self-respect men have. Anyone, I mean, well, uh, no, 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 okay. But Gamora's not like it, ugly, like, so I mean, no, no. I'm saying, like, if a hot girl comes up to you and says one a pound, most nine times out of ten, it doesn't even matter if a guy wants to fuck at that moment, he'll fuck her. Oh, of course, for no it, other reason than uh, to, to say we to, did, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. say, hey, guys, guess what? what? I hit it <laughs> Ex- literally and exactly, it. It, yeah, yeah, we're opportunistic. You know, if yeah, it falls into our lap, gotta take the opportunity. Yeah, I think I, I really do like it when they like uh do kind of cross things with uh their their characters in this, and Marvel is very good at this. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I could see definitely. Yeah, I'd be worried if it was DC making like relationships because, like, because <laughs> then like there's a 90% chance at least one of the films is gonna fail and you might never see the other person again. <laughs> That's funny. And it, it wouldn't be a comic vacation podcast if I didn't hate on DC a little bit. That's but, fucking um, right. Yeah, because they deserve it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, yeah, so I think this would be cool. Like, yeah. I mean, there's also the fact that they actually have something in common. They're both lawyers. Um, yeah, who doesn't want to see and... lawyers bang? <laughs> Normally, everyone. Like, yeah, because yeah. no. Uh, let's let's face facts. Most people think lawyers in general are um evil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's put it this way: you don't want to see two uh two ambulance chasing lawyers. <laughs> Bang! Those are those aren't exactly the cream of the crop lawyers no they're not yeah how'd you guys meet oh we're chasing ambulance we 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 chased the same ambulance yeah and luckily the ambulance ran over another guy yeah motherfucker (laughs) and we both got a we both got a client but um no but yeah i think this could be cool i think it will be good for them yeah, good for them. Especially because it's pissing people off, so I'm more for it. Oh yeah, like I, I still can't believe how much of the shit like She Hulk is getting. I mean, why? Well, people. I mean, I, I'm of the opinion like if you don't like something, just don't watch it. Just don't watch I it. Mean, yeah, it's simple. It makes let it... me like it in peace. Leave me alone. Exactly. Hundred percent. Hundred percent agree with what you said. And, Look, and hundred percent. Like if you don't like it, like. Probably at seventy five percent of it is like you feel like it's they're like you're stuffing a female stuff down your throat. I'm like, that's probably yeah, that's probably a lot of it with She Hulk too. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm just like, why? Because it's there. 
<laughs> exactly. Just because it's there doesn't mean you have to watch it. Yep. That's why, I mean, do you go to like a sex shop and see all the dildos and say, oh, well, now I have to shove that up my ass? No, you don't, no, because no. that's not for you. Exactly. Well, I mean, or unless you want it to be. Exactly, you but, th be. but that's the point, yeah. Exactly, like, look, if you don't like something, don't watch it. It's, it's a very simple night yeah. to do that. Watch I don't... what you want. Exactly. Don't watch what you don't want. Exactly, I don't like and the shut show. shut up about it. Exactly, I don't like... <laughs> and I, I don't realize like... how ironic I am saying that while I'm doing a podcast right now. About, yeah, and sometimes we show things that we don't like. I agreed. But at the same time, too, look, there's plenty of shows that I'm not into. Um... And my solution is just not watch them. <laughs> you know, I yeah. find I find my life is more enriched by not watching those shows. Yeah, and <laughs> hey, sometimes I'll, I I tend to be like more like I'll watch it, but I won't shit on it. Like even stuff that I don't think I'm gonna like, because every once in a while you'll find a gem. So that's true. Expand your horizons and shit, exactly. or or don't and shut up about it. That too. Anyways, so yeah, I think we got enough of that. We're good. Yeah, we are good. All right. Next up. So, yeah, we all knew I was going to talk about yeah. Fantastic Four. I'm a Fantastic Four whore. We all know this. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so um, Tom Ellis might, the, the rumor going around right now is Lucifer's Tom Ellis might play uh, Fantastic Four Reboot. Now, do you know Tom Ellis? I've only seen very brief moments of uh, Lucifer, so I don't um, know him on outside. I've, of that. I've seen a little bit of it, but I've seen enough of it to know he can play arrogant. Yeah, which need for Reed Richards. He can play smart. And you need for, need Reed, for Richard. Reed Richards. Yeah. And he and although he... Reed Richards is a bit of nerd, he's still a little bit like uh, uh what's the word? Suave, maybe. Yeah, like uh, he, he's, he's got, got some little, charisma. He's got some swagger to him, and he can do that. So I, I, I wouldn't mind this one. I still think that uh, the other dude—I I forget his name—dude from Office. Uh, what's his name? Um. Oh, Krasinski. Yeah, yeah. I still think I like him as fantastic as Reed Richards better, but I don't think we're gonna get it because, I mean, if you're gonna do that anyways, why not just. Fucking say so. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. No, but, um, I, I, I agree. But maybe they're keeping it tight to the vest and he really is. That would be cool. Yeah. But I could see it as Krasinski. But this guy doesn't seem like it doesn't feel like, a, oh, I wonder why they chose that. It seems like, okay, maybe I could see it. Um, you know, I'd have to see more of him. But it, I could definitely see where where maybe he has some tropes already that uh, Reed Richards has. So Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I think you can play him. I, I really yeah. do. Um, my my, to be honest, I'm not really worried about MCU casting like the Fantastic Four because now that they're under Disney's, ever since they got under Disney's scope, they they've done really well with casting. I agree. Um, uh, like I'd be more worried about like maybe like special effects, just because you're gonna you. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to go heavy on special effects for Fantastic right. Four. Um, you, I mean, you can't, you got to have a realistic Bangram. 
gotta have a realistic uh now i'm saying this but in like dr strange they did pretty well with uh reed richards and yeah you know and they could do it again maybe it is john krasinski yeah maybe and then um no i'm saying like with special effects though they did well with oh uh, yeah fantastic with reed richards in that in that aspect sue richards um invisible woman and then uh uh johnny storm Human uh, torch. the human yeah the human torch and it'll be interesting to see if they can pull that off because there will it will obviously have to be very very cgi heavy that's true i do kind of an idea for johnny storm though Is it gonna piss me off? No, uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> You're like, no, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I think you know who sound who he he has the look. So I, but he could be expensive. So maybe they don't want to cast him. But I'd say Chris Evans. He already played. I know the, the, the joke. Asshole. I went a long way for a very sh shitty joke. <laughs> Oh my god! I thought you were gonna give me a real. Come on now! I want a real fucking one now. Uh, I want to. It doesn't have to be Johnny Storm. Any of the three, you know, any of the four. Give me, give me, give me one person from the Fantastic Four that would be your dream. Uh, or that would be. Era. Uh, have you ever seen uh, NYPD Blue? I. Actually, he might not have been on anyway, but he might have been on another one of those. But um, if you say Ice T, I'm gonna kick your ass. No, I'm not gonna say Ice T. No, <laughs> now that I think about it, though, I might. Uh, no, uh, fuck. What's his name? Uh, Cutlass, Michael Cutlass, or Chitlis, Chitlitz, Chitlitz. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> uh, um, apparently, I oh uh, fucking. Um, I'm gonna have to look this shit up. Uh, yeah, Michael. Uh, I would two S. Michael Chickless. Michael Chickless. <laughs> he would be Bangroom. He would be Bangroom. Michael Chickless. Uh, C H I C H I K M I. C H I E L E A L. Yeah, that's about right. Then no, Chickless. no, no, no. Wait, yeah, no. you don't need to spell exactly correct, no, um, Michael. C or K? Ah, uh, it's a C. Chick. Yeah, what? right there, right there. He's at the top. He's oh, at the top. okay, okay, okay. Um, he would be uh, Banger. Dude, come on. Who framed Roger Rabbit? That's not yeah. the same guy. No, it's not. <laughs> not the same. But Bangrim? That could be a Bangrim. Wait, wait, wait. Is it the same guy? I think it is, actually. Oh, has he already played him? <laughs> is that why I'm thinking? Yeah, yes. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> they got me. I was even trying me. to. I was me. even. I was even. Me. Here's the thing. I wasn't even trying to be like <laughs> shitty, but I was like, oh, well, he looks like Ben Grimm. So <laughs> I didn't know he was already Ben Grimm. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> so not only did you get me, but you got yourself too. Yeah, I got, oh, that got me good. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll save that for when our brain cells work.
So never then. All right. One day. All right. We'll have to go back in time to when we to before we drank away all our brain cells. Mine would be like before senior year of high school. Yeah, you got started young. <laughs> yes, I did. It, it was, I got it was, started on a lot of shit young, like beer belly. It, yeah, but you know what? You had a great rookie year. Oh, I did. Legendary. But but then I fizzled out, unfortunately. <laughs> it's all good. All right, it's so all good. pull of the week, which pull we week. only have, have one of one. because of a certain certain person. Who I don't, could that be? Who could that be? I know, I know. I'm just trying to say that I don't have a pull of the week, but you guys mm. all I look he, full disclosure, full disclosure, full disclosure. He was pulling something else. I he was. did not do his pull. <laughs> I pulled too hard. I pulled put, too hard. He, he he has a uh, penis uh, cast now. So yes, I'm in. Uh, I'm he was in. in tr- he, he was in very small trash. <laughs> <laughs> He's so he kind of looks like Modoc when you ask me. All right. All right. Anyways, that, that I'm, not, I'm gonna let you do it because you did, you, you didn't like, bring one this year. Right, well, well, I read them anyways because you know literacy is is optional at our podcast, which is <laughs> preferred. All right, let's begin. Quested number one, rising star at Marvel, Spider Man, two thousand ninety nine, and DC Comics. Kim Hasinto provides an iconic debut cover with art by Kit Wallace, the artist behind the hit series Good Boy. Quested fuses the attitude of Hellboy and the fantasy adventure spirit of Legend of Zelda as it follows the quests, questing and misadventures of pawn shop owner and morally ambiguous hero for hire Jinx through a world filled with lizard henchmen, dungeon bosses, and unicorn burgers. That sounds cool. Yeah. Oh, episode one, uh, Foe Highness. When a plan to take advantage of the desperate king trying to protect his daughter goes wrong, Jinx's two accomplices, I mean two guild members or guild members, they find themselves actually having to save the princess. That sounds cool. Yeah. Quest, it sounds I mean cool. it's got a it's got a good uh cover. Now here's the thing. I don't know if you've ever read Canto. But to me, this seems like uh, it could go two ways. One, it could be just as good as Kanto, or two, it could turn into like a low rent version of Kanto. So, I mean, it's gonna go one of the two ways. But I, I'm gonna pick this up because I think this, it, it definitely has potential. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, and uh, just so cool. you know, it's coming out from Whatnot Publishing, and it releases on December seventh of two thousand twenty-two. Exactly. So, so in, hey, a, hey, hey, in, get, a, get, in a hot two months or less. Two, well, I mean, like hot two yeah, months. So let's go get you some. Half-ish, go get you but, some quested. You'll be better yeah. for it. And um, if you're a Christian listener, like stocking stuffer. Yeah, I mean, hey, it works for, but just don't bend it. Bag and board that shit. No, 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 no. What? You, here's what you do. You do, you staple it. No. <laughs> You staple it to the uh, to the stocking, or you can just always just do it as an actual gift and put it in an envelope or something. You know, like a yeah, like one of the gift big envelope. Yeah, like something that looks like this. Oh, sorry, but sorry. without mail shit, <laughs> with yeah. Christmassy shit on it. Yeah, precisely. Precisely. 
All right, so that's the end of that. Um, so we can stop sharing. All right. Boom, boom. All right. All right, man. Sounds good. Great idea about the Patreon, though. I like it. Yeah, even though we didn't say that while we were recording, so no, they have no idea what we're talking no, about. No, that's probably because I, I had some Chipotle, and I got a shit so bad. All right, so <laughs> this guy is going to leave. Uh, I will see you next week. We will see you all next week, hopefully. And peace out until then, everyone. Yep. All right. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right, man.